Hey listener, we're delighted you're joining us today. Today's guest is Joe Lee, the creator of the popular webtoon original Lost in Translation, a story set in Korea that follows the K-pop group Mayhem's rise to fame. Underneath the cover of Success, not everything is as it seems, and Joe Lee wonderfully narrates through the darker sides of the ostensibly glamorous industry. Today, we talk through her unorthodox career pivot out of pharmacy, her journey starting Lost in Translation as a hobby, to eventually becoming an originals creator with hundreds of thousands of subscribers, and her unique approach to breathing life to mayhem through cool projects such as music production and social media. We had a great time chatting with Jolie and hope you enjoy it too. Hey Jolie, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for taking some time to join us today. I'd love to dive right in and why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? Sure, sure. My name is Jolie and I'm the creator of Lost in Translation on Webtoon. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me today. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it a lot. We're very, very excited to have you. I appreciate you sticking with your story and telling your story. Um, one of the things that I loved was uh, Lost in Translation started off as a canvas story, right? That you published for a yes. while and then it went over to Webtoon. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. It was on canvas for, I believe, like two years or something. And then it finally got licensed. And now it's been, I want to say it's, I'm on my third year of, of drawing it now <laughs> since it moved to originals anyways. Yeah. So what got you into making comics? I mean, like as a kid, I always liked like writing stories and I liked drawing as well. It kind of was like drawing a series was like my dream job, but I knew it was like with my parents' disapproval and everything like that. I was like, uh, you know, maybe I could just do it as a hobby like instead, but I always found myself coming back to it, you know? Um, I think it took a lot of like knowing like, I guess a lot of failure to get there. Um, I quit drawing after high school, I believe. I quit drawing for about two or three years. Then I had to go work in the pharmacy to please my parents, of course. Sometimes and they say that the best stories come with your parents' disapproval. So I can true. see that in your story. You got to persevere sometimes, <laughs> you know? It's kind of like you owe it to yourself to prove to them, right? So yeah, while I was in the pharmacy, that's when I started Lost in Translation on Canvas. Yeah. So you, uh, Lost in Translation is about a K-pop group. Mm -hmm. um, what was your sort of inspiration growing up? Because like, obviously, there's a lot of details that you add and a lot of knowledge about, you know, becoming a K-pop trainee and oh. becoming a K-pop star and behind the scenes. So that seems to be a big inspiration or a big part of your life. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, like when you're drawing comics, you know, I'm guessing you you read some comics or, or watched cartoons yeah. growing up. What were the kinds of things that you drew inspiration from? Well, I definitely had a lot of inspiration just like as a K-pop fan, like growing up, I actually listened to K-pop pretty early. It was like, um, I remember my first few groups I listened to were like DBSK and like Super Junior. And then I transitioned to like Teen Top and You Kiss and stuff like that. And I kind of stayed with K-pop until... 
like I, you know, I felt like I was growing up and kind of like that's a bit of a throwback. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of followed K-pop for a while, where you know you were like there weren't subs on YouTube yet. People had to like fan (laughs) sub it themselves, you know. But yeah, I've been a big fan of K-pop and I think that influenced my series a lot because I wasn't sure like what my first series I wanted to do for it. But I thought about this cool concept where like Wild's concept where he's misinterpreted by the media to be like somebody else. And I just thought I'd take that and run with it kind of kind of thing. Yeah. So obviously with K-pop, there's a lot of different strings that you could draw on and and there's a Mm -hmm. few you know k-pop webtoons out there this Mm -hmm. idea of something getting lost in translation what gravitated you towards that specifically i think when i when i thought about k-pop like a k-pop uh series at first i thought okay it could be about like the struggles the k-pop group has but i think that kind of lines up with a lot of k-pop series and i kind of wanted to differentiate like the way i approach it um and i thought about this um this concept called like manufactured controversy kind of thing Mm. which is like a controversy that's like uh made up by the company itself to get their name out there you know what i mean so i was like that's kind of an interesting way to approach this it might be a uh, interesting story you know i don't know i was just i just wanted to try it and here (laughs) here it is (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it definitely works. In terms of your art style, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's very unique. And it has, I don't know if this makes sense, like almost like a watercolory style with some of the colors that you oh, use. Oh, really? Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Uh, how did you kind of come up with that? I mean, you've been drawing for a long time, but what do you think, uh, like, what were your sources of inspiration for your art style? I, I just, I don't know. I just look at other people's art styles a lot. Like, I guess... I guess an artist that I, I did look up to, man, I don't know the name of this artist. I apologize. So, oh my gosh, I don't remember the name. <laughs> it was um, Girls of the Wild artist. It's on Webtoon. I think that's the name of the Webtoon series. And then also Lookism as well. I feel like we're big mm. influences of my art style. But I think I, 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 I didn't want to like, you know, copy the art style completely, right? I just took like parts that I liked about their art style and incorporated them. And then, you know, I see other art styles and I'm like, oh, that looks nice. How they drew like the eyes there looks nice. Then I'll take that into consideration. I think that's kind of like how artists mold their own art style is from influences that they like, you know? And in terms of the story for Lost in Translation, Mm -hmm. you started with this concept of like manufactured controversy. Yeah. Um, so did you start with like the concept and a bit of the plot and then come into the characters later or how did that work? Um, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'll be honest, okay? In Canvas, I was just like, I just want to make a series. You know, I wasn't really thinking too hard. I was like, this is the concept I'm going to go with. And it was just going to be a story about Wild, um, the main character. I wasn't going to really focus much on like the side characters. But then like, as I was writing it, I was like, wait, I think the main character is only as, like, good or, like, effective as the side, like, the, the cast itself, right? Like, you care more for the main character if you care more for the side characters kind of kind of thing, and vice versa, right? So I was like, I need to focus up on the other characters, too, and that's kind of, like, how I made Boston Translations kind of 
cast as well. So when you started this, I mean, you were working at a pharmacy, you're like, fine, I'll, I guess I'll make my parents happy for a little bit. Yeah. How much of the story did you have planned out? Or were you just like, I just want to get going. I need to move on. <laughs> I I was only going to like, maybe have like 20 episodes. Wow. <laughs> I was only going to like update like once a month kind of thing because I worked full time right I was tired every time I came home and stuff like that but I remember I remember this so clearly but like when I put up the first episode like the prologue I think I got like 20 comments on it in like three days and I was like I am famous yo I need (laughs) (laughs) I need to keep going (laughs) and that's that's kind of been like I just been pretty consistent since then which surprised me because I'm you think someone like me would not be committed to anything right but yeah <laughs> what's the biggest thing that kept you going because you did this for three years I think um, three years on originals and then two extra years on canvas so yeah like five years no, five yeah. years yeah what, what what kept you going through the canvas years definitely my readers I remember like every time I uploaded an episode I would go immediately to the comments just to like see their reactions and stuff like that it was it was such a fun time and I kind of like I kind of miss those moments because I don't do that anymore um comments I get are different now in the original so I kind of need to like save my mental health (laughs) so yeah so in canvas it was it was a really beloved time of my life and I'll never like take that for granted it was it was the best if you don't mind me asking, what were the differences between the Canvas comments and the uh, um, the originals ones? Canvas, uh, the community is definitely a lot more positive. I don't know if it's like different, like readership. I feel like a lot of like some re- uh, originals readers don't really know that there's Canvas because back then it was pretty separated. Now it's kind of molded together a little bit, I think, because of like the way the the app functions now um back then it was like you had to go to a different tab to see canvas stories and really like hunt for them kind of thing so yeah <laughs> it, it is what it is <laughs> so you mentioned in another interview that oh. each of these characters embodies yeah we're, we're pulling from all over we've whoa, done i'll give whoa. i'll give a our, our producer, Jacob, a bit of credit here as well. He does a lot of research oh, as well. Oh my gosh, thank uh, you, Jacob. Uh, and you said that each of the characters like embodies a small part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that work in terms of your creative process and what were the parts of your story that you wanted to tell? I think a lot of it was just like <laughs> internalized trauma <laughs> growing <laughs> up is, and it was like, I kind of just want to write about this because I think that I think I'm not the only person who's been through this right and it's cool because like I can write about it but it's not like completely 100% like parallel to how my my experiences were it's just like kind of like the same idea like let's for example let's say like Minsu's story with his brother where he feels like he's always inferior to him well like (laughs) Growing up, I felt like that too. But, you know, someone else's experience could be different, but they could also feel like that as well, right? Like our feelings were the same, but our experiences were different, right? 
There are definitely scenes that kind of hit you. And it's funny because, um, I mean, Wild is always putting up a front. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are these times where you kind of get a peek behind someone and what they're really going yeah. through. Um, and yeah, like anytime it feels very real for me, I kind of think of, well, w- what did the person who's making this kind of go oh. through? Because, you know, it, I feel like some of the best things have to draw from somewhere, even if it's not yeah. the exact experience. So it's very, very interesting to see. So after you said you did this on Canvas for two years, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing this for two years. Now Webtoon approaches you. Like aside from taking to that taking that email and showing it to your parents, like what did that feel like? Well, my process was kind of different. They didn't approach me to have it like transferred, I guess. Yeah. You could say it was more like, um, do you want to pitch the idea to the team? serious as you and I was like sure but you have to change like the beginning episode they said so then I would I changed that um and I waited it was it was kind of a crazy story because the day I was going to get the answer and whether it was going to move to originals or not it was also the day right before I was going to fly out to Korea to see my sister so I was either going to see her crying or I was going to be like yay I made it (laughs) The good thing it, it, I made it, but like you know, <laughs> what what do you think they went for in your story? What do you think really caught their eye? I have no idea. I really <laughs> don't. I keep thinking about it. I'm like, I feel like I do a lot of things okay. I don't think I do like anything exceptionally well. I think I just do them well enough. I guess. I'm gonna challenge you on that because I th- I think oh. you probably have a few superpowers. Oh what. Maybe you're aware of, maybe you're not aware of, but what do you think is like your, your favorite quality about yourself as a creator that you're like, you know what? Like, I'm pretty proud of the way that I do this. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. We're going to do this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're, okay. we're going to do this right now. Okay. 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 Uh, I, okay. Um, I think, I think the interactive experience that you guys have mentioned with mayhem having songs and stuff i think i'm i'm very proud of that but it's not really like a just me thing you know it's a me thing that like i had to reach out to people kind of thing (laughs) to help me with so i can't really say that's like entirely me but you know i i am glad that i took that step even though i didn't have to so how do, how did you begin that? Because I think there's a few things I want to touch on. Um, oh, okay. The first is there are two songs, at least I saw two, mm-hmm. um, that Mayhem does, which is super cool. Um, I think one of them was a trailer for Webtoon as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Instagram accounts for Mayhem and Twitter accounts for like, each of the band members. So like, like what was kind of going through your head when you're like, I want to, I want to bring this to life in a in a different way. Um. Honestly, I just thought like I I I wanted to think of a way to like market my webtoon without mm. like I don't know I, I don't even know my my process but because I'm a fan of K-pop right so I was thinking what if I promoted them like a K-pop group kind of thing so yeah. I I went for it I just like made them social media accounts and I you know reached out to like. Uh, artists to help me like make their song and like bring them more to life because I feel like my readers deserve that you know they look they've been so supportive of me that I'm so willing to to do that and give something to them 
how did you find the artist that would help you make the song? Because I'm sure you, that, that must have been such a cool thing for you to have a song created by Mayhem. Do you want me to go like one by one of every artist? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'd, I'd love it. Because it's, oh. I mean, it's to me, it's like wild how there's a, a song from your group Mayhem. It's like crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, um, I, I was still on Canvas when I found some of these artists. Um, when In Canvas, I had members kind of cover songs for for mayhem kind of thing so i found wild singer yuli um on youtube i literally like looked up k like popular k-pop songs and put cover at the end just to see like if there's anybody uh, out there that could potentially like have a voice that's similar to theirs and then also i wanted to make sure they were they spoke english and I also want to make sure they're Korean as well, because Mayhem is Korean. And so, yeah, that's how I found Yuli. I did a lot of punting, by the way. It was like days worth of punting for somebody. <laughs> and then I also found Soon, um, who voices Demin, and then also um, Elite, who voices Minsu the same way. For Jay, who voiced uh, Day, um, I've been a big fan of him for years so I I don't even know how he said yes but he said yes you do it so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah then that's that's my that's my entire cast for me and did you just say go make a song how prescriptive were you like I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to commission someone to like make a song for me so how did you how did you do that um, I originally asked because um, Yuli had mentioned he wanted to start writing original songs. Um, so mm-hmm. I, he wrote the first song that Mayhem had, which was Find a Way. Um, and I couldn't really get anyone else on that track because the time was like so last minute. So I just asked him to do it. And I asked him to do the next song with like, and I would find the other voices for Mayhem if he could just write the song. And then it, a lot of it was like, I wasn't really a part of I they I kind of just like gave them a link to like contact each other and then kind (laughs) of like help work on the song and then I was just like doing the music video animation stuff like that kind of thing that's so cool (laughs) uh in terms of working with webtoon you had some period of time where we worked on the comic you know with no editor then I believe your editor was Eunice at Webtoon and is still your editor. Uh, what's it been like to get support from the Webtoon team? It's been great. And I actually got another editor on my on my roster as well. Her name is Valerie. Uh, Valerie and Eunice, yeah, helped me now. And it's, it's been great. They've been really, really helpful. And I was able to learn a lot <laughs> through, like, in terms of, like, how I want to approach things and like the execution stuff like they've been really helpful to me so I appreciate them so much what's your favorite part of working with them uh, with webtoon and your editors they're they're just really really helpful for me like I would if I have a question about anything they would find the answer even if it's like not necessarily like an editor question right um like for example, I whenever the the mayhem song was like releasing and stuff, I went through them about that instead of like the other teams that would handle some of it as well, like the 
you know, like legal team and stuff like that. Yeah. So I went through the editors and then they'll like kind of relay the message for me and stuff like that. So it was, it was really nice that I didn't have like so many contacts to look at and I just had to go to them. I got it. I know season two just finished and season three is mm-hmm. coming out soon, but what does your average week look like? Like when you're in the thick of things? I work on the series five days a week, about eight to 12 hours a day. Yeah, I think I work from Saturday to Wednesday. Yeah, that's my work schedule. And I've been working, I've been drawing season three every week. So I'm excited about that to come out. But I I don't have enough episodes for it to come out yet. So you guys are going to be a little more patient. All good. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, were you able to take any time just to have a breather in between seasons? Yeah, yeah. I, I took like a month off because I was kind of like the last break, hiatus break or season break that I had. It wasn't very long. It was like technically a month, not even a month. I think it was like two weeks. <laughs> I just, like, um, so I kind of just I think I was still like working on the music video anyways, so I wasn't technically really off either. But um, yeah, after after season two, I was like, I just needed I just need to sit here and do nothing for a little bit. (laughs) I ended up playing Lost Ark, though. Well, speaking of Lost Ark, you started playing Lost Ark on Twitch as well recently. What what got you on the Twitch? <laughs> you guys dug through my streams? What the? We, we've done, uh, I, I will say, you do a great job of linking. So it doesn't take much effort to find out all the things that you make. Uh, oh and your, your, your Twitch is hilarious. How, how did you get onto Twitch? Was it a way for you to maybe take a little bit of a break or did you just think it'd be fun? I just wanted to like connect with my readers a little bit more, kind of thing. And because I, you know, since I transitioned to originals, I don't read the comments much anymore. So I feel like this is, Twitch has been like a way to make up for that. And I'm able to still like talk to them, even though like, you know, you know I'm not reading comments anymore, but I can still like talk to chat and stuff like that. And it's been really nice. On a more personal note, you mentioned some of the adversity that you had to go through to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with just putting your work out there on Canvas and getting readers then it's a pitch to Webtoon to say, hey, I think I, I could be an original artist. Now you're an originals artist that is one season away from completing your first originals work, which mm-hmm. is a huge achievement. Just congrats. I hope you feel good about it. Um, I'm scared, but what, goes but through, what, what goes through <laughs> your mind as you think about your, your journey uh, with, with Mayhem, with Lost in Translation over the past five years? Oh, man. I think about this a lot, too. And like, at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be like happy because I was able to like make something, I guess, for myself. And but I know I'm going to miss it because it's like it's been such a big part of my life. And it's changed a lot of my life, actually, because, you know, I didn't expect to be here, but <laughs> here I am. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to going to miss, you know, drawing mayhem and writing their story. But I know that every story you know has an ending and and I just hope it's like it's the proper one and I hope it can like what I want people to take away from is that I want like in a few years for someone who's read the story to look back and be like you remember that k-pop story on webtoon like 
do you, you know, and just think of it fondly or like, you know, take away like maybe like a quote or something or like something they remember about it. Like that would be so cool. Cause I think about that with stories I like, right. Where I'm like, like, let, for example, in Naruto. <laughs> When Let's do the, it. No, we haven't Naruto had a Naruto reference on Naruto this. Naruto spoilers if you guys haven't watched Naruto. When Haku died next to Zabuza, I was like, this is this messed me up. Okay, this messed me up. And so, you know, when I think about that, I'm like, I really hope that my story can, you know, have that kind of thing where, you know, someone thinks back on it like that messed me up, but it was a great story, you know, like. <laughs> I'm not going to tell your comic. You have a few scenes that uh, are like burned into my eyes i'm like oh my god i was like where did this come from like sitting on my couch having a great time and then bam you hit me so you have done that to me as well so oh, credit to you, you. So much. thank you thank you <laughs> i want to talk about your future a little bit but before we do that mm -hmm. i want to take a detour and talk about your own social so you oh. joked about how you were famous for getting 20 comments uh <laughs> on your first episode here you have i mean on your twitter and your instagram you have over a hundred thousand followers. Um, I mean, did you expect to ha get such a big following? Why do you Why do you think you've you've kind of blown up like this? I don't even know. <laughs> I did not <laughs> expect any of this, but it it's been like it's been a journey, and I've been so grateful to like all my readers because they they really are something else. You guys have have you guys seen them in action? There was one time. Webtoon made a post being like, what's your favorite K-pop group? And like, it was like different like characters from different like um, series that they put together for each quote unquote K-pop group. And my readers were like, where's May? <laughs> <laughs> I was still in canvas at the time, you know? Yeah, I was like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Why would you do this? But they were, they were, oh my gosh they were so committed I just I think about that to this day because it was like it was it was insane but I love them for it. <laughs> you, you have some really passionate uh fans another thing that caught my eye about your social media a lot of artists you know mm -hmm. chose to post illustrations of characters and they kind of leave it at that because of mm. the distance that they sometimes want with their reader. Um, mm. You're not afraid to put yourself out there as well. Uh, what made you kind of feel comfortable doing that? And how have you thought about that, given that other artists, you know, have a different approach? Mm. I, I don't really think about that, to be honest. <laughs> just I, like just, I just like having fun with my readers. I think it's great, you know. Um, it, it makes my day, um, especially because, like, I owe them so much. And I feel like, um, you know, the least I can do is, like, reply or talk to them you know like just joke around with them it's it's been it, it's been great <laughs> another thing that uh has changed for you is you've been now able to do this full-time like you said you're yes. working eight to 12 hours a day on this mm -hmm. uh what has that been like for you to go from you know doing kind of moonlighting your comic to doing it full-time I am again so grateful that I can do this. Um, it's been a, a trip for sure because I, you know, I still had to go through the phase of like convincing my mom <laughs> to let <laughs> me do this, and she's like, "You still need to keep your license for pharmacy, though." You know, like it was kind of like okay, um, but yeah, um, since 
since it's been a few years I think my mom's been more like open about like you know just letting me do my thing and she's just like happy that I can you know stay home and be able to work and not you know since COVID happened she was she was really happy um, about it because she didn't want me working in the pharmacy anymore since then but I'm like I don't think it should take a pandemic for you to be okay with this, <laughs> but okay, I'll take what I can get, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I, I know I'm very fortunate to to be in my position and I never thought I would be here either. So, yeah. So you have one season left, mm-hmm. uh, but after that, what do you see for yourself in the future? What do you want to do? I definitely want to start another series. Um, I hope you guys would read that if I if I do. Um, um, I don't know if Webtoon will pick it up, but I, I do want to at least attempt another series. Um, if it goes in Canvas, it goes in Canvas. If not, you know, if it goes to Originals, it's an original. But I have no idea where it's going to be. Um, but I do know I want to continue writing and drawing as well. So. I just don't know what story I want to go with yet. I have a lot in my head, but I, I just need to make sure I stick to one, you know, commit to that one. And then we'll see. Do you think you want to stay in the K-pop world or do you want to try something a bit more, you know, different or opposite of what you've tried? I'm not sure yet. I want to like weigh my options, but I like right now I'm more like I'm leaning towards more on like keeping the Lost in Translation universe kind of mm. afloat, but if not, I'll I'll always come back to it later. You know, it's it'll be it'll be fine either way. <laughs> and what do you think is in store for the future of the webtoon and webcomic just universe? It's changed so much in the five years that you've mm-hmm. been doing this. Um, but what do you think the future holds? I think it's been going in a positive direction um I'm really happy like I've been on webtoon since it was like discover uh well canvas was discover um before that I think it was challenge I was not on webtoon since challenge but it was discover at first and I could tell there were a lot of different like differences they um a lot of new things they implemented since canvas started um discover was it was great. Like I, I really liked the concept of Discover, but I think they had differentiated Discover in originals way like a lot, a lot to where creators in Discover it was harder for them to get their work out there. Since then, they changed it to Canvas, and so now the webtoon kind of takes over and like promotes the new like the Canvas series themselves and puts it on the front page and stuff to help Canvas creators, which I think is a great, great idea. And I'm really glad that they started doing that. Though I think it's still harder because the industry is a little saturated in Canvas. Mm. So I think it's a little harder for like newer people to go in and like get a following unless like their work is featured like on the front page or like the front part of the app. So I don't know how it's like anymore. Um, that's just when I was in, when I was in Canvas, that happened. They might have found a way to fix that by now. I don't know. I'm not in Canvas anymore, so I can't tell you. But yeah, I, I hope, I hope um, Webtoon just like keeps finding ways to like help every 
every Canvas creator and featured ones as well. So what advice would you give to someone that's starting on Canvas today that might want to become an Originals mm. writer? Um, honestly, you know, just trust yourself. Um, I think a lot of when I see people who are thinking about starting Webtoon, they're always just thinking about it. They never really like really go for it. And I know that's the hardest step. Okay, I've been there. I know. <laughs> but I think, you know, you just got to trust yourself and like, no, yeah, maybe my art style isn't the best art style right now. But you know what, it's like, you're tomorrow, you're gonna think the same way the next day, you're gonna think the same way, right? You're always gonna say, I don't think my art style is good enough yet. But it's never gonna be good enough yet. Unless you <laughs> unless you go, you know, um, I Definitely, you know, you see, you can see improvement in like webtoon artists' work. I think <laughs> my first episode versus my episode like season, the ending of season two definitely look very different. So it's okay if you know you think my art is not good enough yet, but it is, you know, and and you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna be able to like ever be happy with. Um, I guess this is like a really awkward way to report this, but it's like, I know how it feels when you don't feel like your art style is good enough to post your first episode on, but just know that your art style in a year is not going to be the same. And the year after that, and the year after that. So, you know, you could just post it now and then you'll still do the same thing. You know, you'll still go through the same thing. So yeah, just trust yourself and have fun with it because, you know, and, and also, you know, write a story that you want to write or you want to tell or you want to, you know, read. And yeah, I think that that'll be enough for you to keep going. I love it. That's such a good <laughs> message. Um, one it was other all over thing the place, that, but I tried. <laughs> no, no, it, uh, th there's a degree of just authenticity to yourself that leads to good things. So I'm, oh, I'm just happy you. to hear your your uh, story and hear it work out for you um but speaking of that I, like there's one thing that came to mind that I also wanted to ask you mm -hmm. you've done like two short stories as well on canvas oh, um God. I mean you're <laughs> yeah. you, you're busy enough with your existing comics so uh mm. why why did you want to like tell these two small stories uh as well um I think they're I I, th I think I know what you're talking about they're like personal side projects I wanted to mm -hmm. do at the time I think one of them was are you talking about like the birthday project I made for yeah Jay? Yep. yeah um yeah I've, I've been a big fan of Jay and you know he, he's been one of my like big inspirations as well <laughs> I think a lot of like his interactions with his fans kind of influenced my interactions with my readers so I I owe it to him also he like helped out with the the project for mayhem like he didn't take a penny from me for that and now i think you know i i always owe it to him for that so i definitely went to make something for his birthday and i thought webtoon's what i do so <laughs> it just felt right <laughs> that's awesome are you ready to close with our rapid fire round okay the first question is which fictional character best describes your personality Oh man, I don't want to say it's it's Naruto, but just kidding. <laughs> I think maybe Sakura. 
actually. Sucker, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm a simp for my characters. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Which three webtoons would you take with you on a desert island? Definitely Lookism. I haven't read it in a while, though. Uh, oh, man. It's been a while. Um, oh, it's been a while since I read it. With Girls of the Wilds, for sure. Oh, and Untouchable, because Untouchable was one of the first mm. webtoons I read as well. Yeah. If you could pick any creator to have dinner with, who would it be? Um, the creator of wait, 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 wait. If I choose the creator of Lookism, it would be really awkward because, like, I don't know Korean and I don't think he knows English, so it would just be sitting there, you know. <laughs> like, uh... you, can, you can bring a translator. I <laughs> bring a translator to dinner. Okay, okay, okay. Uh... <laughs> then I got to look at. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. Um, if you, uh, what's your favorite scene from any webtoon or, or comic? Oh, any scene. Okay, okay. Comic or anime. Um, oh man, there's this one scene in Lookism. I feel like I've been talking about Lookism a lot, but this one scene in Lookism where it just hit me like so hard. I don't know if you read it. Um, if you yeah. haven't, oh, okay, okay. There's, but there are spoilers. Well, spoiler those. alert for anyone who reads who hasn't read Lookism. But there's this one part. I forgot her name, but this girl is training to be an idol, right? And like the instructor told her to like weigh herself. Um, mm. and then like they looked at her weight, and they're like, "You're like one percent, or like just like point one percent over, or something like that." And that girl had to like take off her shirt to like make it so that she weighed less. And I was like, oh my God, that hurts. That hurts. But that's like, that's really real. So yeah, that just stuck with me forever. And I, I don't, I don't want to say it's my favorite, but it hurt a lot that it, like traumatized me. So you have a, a few scenes talking about themes like that, that, uh, <laughs> that hurt as well. Uh, but it's, it's important to talk about because yeah. I mean, so many people go through so many different versions of, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's important to bring awareness to. And then the last one, if you could hang out with any fictional character, who would it be? Oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> Why Spider-Man? Spider <laughs> I, I like your lookism theme and you brought Spider-Man like out of, <laughs> out of left field. This is great. <laughs> yeah i don't know i just i love spider-man a lot i like his you know what he does for people and what he stands for so definitely spider-man i love it i love it so you don't want peter parker you want like spider-man in the suit hanging out with you because he's more confident as spider-man you know like yeah, yeah. I, I yeah i'll take i mean i i won't be picky but like you know <laughs> i'll take spider-man but if spider i get peter i'm fine with peter too <laughs> that's great well, listener, uh, please check out uh, Jolie uh, on Instagram. Check out Lost in Translation. Um, check, out, check her out on Twitter as well. Uh, and please read Lost in Translation. The last season will be coming out soon. Um, and Jolie, thank you so much for taking a bit of time to chat with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.